0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the 5 Minute Theory Podcast and if you belt it up, we'll make a start. I'm Terry Cook of TC Drive and I'll be your host, as always now you may notice today's show is a little bit longer than usual that's because we're going a bit more in depth in this special bonus episode all about what you can do to prepare for when lessons return so yep allocate yourself a little bit more time than usual for this podcast maybe even have a pen and paper ready to make some notes as always If you do enjoy listening to this podcast, share it with your friends, share it with anyone you know that's learning to drive. You can leave us a nice little five star review, that'd be awesome. And uh, if you're ready, we'll make a start. Mm So April the 12th should be the day you all have penciled in your diaries as lessons and theory tests resuming. Now we will get a definite answer on this on the 5th of April, or at least that's when old Boris is doing his review. So we should find out around about the 5th or the 6th, whether they are actually commencing on the 12th. However, it's looking more and more likely that they are. So what we can do now is start preparing to come back on the road. So let's start, look at some key things that we can do to get ready for the return to lessons. So first of all, what you want to be considering is do you want to come back straight away? You know, let's be honest, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. People's health and mental health have taken a massive hit over the past year to 18 months, I suppose. So you need to consider, is this right for me now? Now? Should I be coming back now, or should I leave it for five, six weeks? whatever works for you? almost wait for the dust to settle a little bit. let let things fall into place. Give yourself a bit of breathing room. If that's you, great. it's brilliant that you're taking ownership of your own feelings and your own almost mental well-being. Contact your instructor and tell them,, Look, I don't want to come back until May, June, July, whatever. You decide and explain your reasoning. That's your prerogative. You don't have to come back straight away. However, if you decide, no, I'm, I'm ready to go and I want to come back, again, contact your instructor. Message them today and just say, look, I know you're going to be busy, but I do want to come back when lessons resume. Can we look at penciling something in? So that will be my first suggestion following on from that has your availability changed so previously your availability might have been for example evenings after 6 p.m you may have worked all week um, or you may not want to do weekends whatever it might be evenings after 6 p.m whereas now you might be working from home and your boss may be a bit more accommodating so you may be able to do lessons anytime again Let your instructor know. That's going to give them more scope to fit you in. Could possibly even give you extra lessons if you want to do. So when you've made your decision about whether to come back or not, think about your availability. You may not know it yet, and that's fine. But again, communicate with your instructor. Tell them what's going to work for you. And even if you don't know your availability, tell them. You know, I'll find out my availability whatever day until then i don't know that's fine the next thing you want to think about is the theory the theory test i advise everyone to check the day on their theory test and see when it expires we've basically taken a year out of your driving there are people's theory tests that are expiring. And obviously, once it's expired, you need to take it again. You can no longer do the practical test. You need to take your theory test again. So check that date. See if you're going to need to rebook it or see if you think you'd be able to get a practical test in time. Again, if you have any doubts over this, contact your instructor. So yeah, check that theory test expiry date. Now, speaking of the theory, this is a big one. That's the easiest thing you can practice to come back to lessons, and it will help. So before I give you tips on practicing, let me put across why that will help. Think of it this way. You've potentially had 10 lessons in the last year. Well, if you're coming back to lessons now, you're going to be very, very physically rusty. But there's no reason why you need to be mentally rusty You can go away and practice. You can come back having an an excellent knowledge of signs or road markings or just the general rules of the road. Think about when you're driving on lessons or when you're driving uh, with your parents. Even if you're in the passenger seat, the number of times you think you don't know something. Well, if you can reduce that down, that's going to put you in a much better position. Also, having more knowledge is going to increase your confidence for when you come back. And I'm going to give one example now. A blue sign. So a blue circle 30 sign. Think about if you know what that means. A blue circle sign that says 30. It means the minimum speed limit is 30. Not the maximum. The minimum speed limit is 30. Now if you don't know that, you're potentially going to be doing 25 in that zone. I recently asked my wife what she would do if she saw that sign, and she said, slow down. I asked what if there was a police car behind her. She said she'd probably do about 25 to make sure she wasn't getting pulled. Clearly, that's the wrong thing to do. So by swatting up now, it's going to put you in a much stronger position when you come back both for your practical test and obviously for your theory test. So some of the big things we can do to practice that theory. First of all, you listen to this podcast. It's a really smart choice there. That's a great one. You know, this episode may be a bit longer, but generally five to ten minutes of just podcast theory goodness. Also, there's all the different apps you can use. I'm not going to list them all now, but there's a whole variety out there where you can go and practice the theory test and learn about it as well. There's different courses out there that you can do. There's videos available. Now, whether they're on YouTube or whether your specific instructor's done something to you, follow, you can go away and do them. There's also books. There's the classic. Now, this is the one people turn their nose up at, but there's the classic of the highway code. It's got everything you need in there, or almost everything you need. Again, don't read it from cover to cover. It's not the most exciting of books. It can be pretty dull. However, reading it section by section, or if you're driving or as a passenger and you see something you don't understand, go back and read up on that specific part. Learn that bit. So whenever you see a gap in your knowledge, plug that gap There are lots of other books available on there as well about learning to drive. One great one is the DVSA Essential Skills for Driving. That's by the DVSA. Now, I'm going to give you a tip now on how to practice your theory. This has worked for my students and it worked for me. And we're going to base it over the span of a week. So pick a day. And I'm going to use Sunday as the example. And on Sunday, what you're going to do is you're going to do a practice test. It's going to take probably 20 to 30 minutes, but you're going to do a practice test. So the full 50 question mock test, you're not going to worry about what you get right or what you get wrong, how many or whatever. What you're looking for is you're looking for gaps in your knowledge. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for the things you don't know. So when you do that test, any questions that you either don't know, all that you get wrong, make a note of. And throughout the week, you're going to go away and learn them and learn the bits around them. So on the Sunday, you're going to put in a big chunk of time doing a practice test. And then Monday to Saturday, you're going to spend five or 10 minutes every day looking up those little bits and learning them, not doing practice tests, using the highway code, using the practice apps, using Google, using me, using your instructor, whatever, you're going to go away and learn them and then redo the test on Sunday and see how your knowledge has improved. And you're going to keep doing that. And trust me, that'll work. And if you do want to do more, great. So that's my big tip for how to do it. Coming on from that, we can think about what you can do in the next three weeks to actually practice driving. Now, if you're lucky enough to be able to practice with parents or friends or anyone like that, you're not actually allowed to go and do a practice drive. You're not allowed to go and do a driving lesson. But what you are allowed to do is drive to the shops. So if you're doing a regular shop to Morrisons or you know other supermarkets are available, if you're doing a regular supermarket shop, you're allowed to drive there as long as you're supervised yeah so you could drive your parents there and then drive back so you're still getting your practice and you could even take a slightly longer route or a different route each time again you may not be able to do that what you might be able to do is you might be able to sit in a car now if you can sit in a car what you can do is you can familiarize yourself with the car again so you can practice the cockpit or You can look at where all the controls are. You could, you know, maybe even turn the engine on and have a little play with finding backing point. You can practice that side of it. Get back in the car again. Now, again, you may not even be lucky enough to be able to do that. Now, this is a slightly um, controversial, but again, it does work. And it's the visualization s- technique. So instead of sitting in a car, what you could do is you could sit on your bed or a chair or just find somewhere where you're alone and close your eyes and imagine that you're sat in a car visualize it and put yourself physically in that position so grab the wheel pretend to grab the wheel pretend to change gears put your feet where the pedals will be now it might sound silly but what you're doing is you're training your brain and your body to to build up that muscle memory. And by repeating that process over and over in your brain, you're making it become second nature, even if you're not actually doing it. Now, obviously, it's better to do in a car. That's clear. But if you don't have a car, that's the best backup we've got. And again, I'm going to repeat this one, but watching some videos. Now, be careful of what videos you watch. There are some dodgy ones out there and there are some older ones that give inaccurate information. So again, maybe contact your driving instructor and ask if there's any videos that they can recommend. The other thing to think about is road conditions. And if you can give this some consideration, it's gonna help you come back in the right frame of mind. Because think about the people that are currently driving on the road. And think about how quiet the roads are currently. They're very quiet. Well, potentially from the 12th of April, the volume of traffic on the road is gonna take quite a jump up. So the people driving around on the road now with hardly any traffic, that's what they're used to. And all of a sudden, that's gonna change. Now, do you trust the people on the road currently to adapt their driving? That's what you have to ask yourself. And it's a good thing to think about. It's anticipating what other drivers may or may not do. So consider the other drivers and consider the road changes and consider the people that are currently getting to the end of the road and there's no one there. So when they get to the end of the road and there's no one there, and they've done that every day since January, what do you think they're going to start doing? Well, they're going to start paying less attention because they're going to get complacent. Now, this isn't everyone, but a lot of people. They'll start paying less attention because they're going to get more complacent. If they continue to do that, again, imagine the repercussions that could have, especially when the roads start getting busier. So there's something else to think about there. So there's a lot of information I've given you there, things that you can do to prepare for coming back. But the single biggest piece of advice I would give you is to contact your instructor. Contact your instructor, message them and say, what do you think would suit me? Or maybe even put some suggestions their way. This is what I'd like to do. Liaise with your instructor. Be patient because they've got probably got 20 or 30 of you to, to, to deal with and sort out. But that will be my biggest tip. Lastly, I want to mention the people that haven't had lessons yet. So if you're going in for lessons for the first time, again, you can use all the tips that I've just given you. All of those still apply, but I would still suggest contacting an instructor. So if you haven't got any lessons booked yet, you're unlikely to be able to get them booked in straight away because there's a big backlog, a big waiting list. However, you may do, so good luck with that. But still contact instructors. Message people. If you're looking for someone, message 20 instructors and communicate with them and find out which one's right for you. You may get two starting dates, one in June, one in July, but you may find that the instructor in July suits you better, so you may want to book in with them. Whatever you do, communicate with your instructor. thank you for joining us today i hope you found it useful and if you've got any feedback questions concerns issues worries troubles or problems you can always contact us at learn at tcdrive.co.uk or make your way over to tcdrive.co.uk have a browse and leave us some feedback stay safe and drive safer